Hi, my name is Phyllis Y. Whitley, and if you have been spiritually victimized and traumatized, welcome to Spiritology Live, where I bring my number one Amazon bestseller book to life. Yes, each episode is going to be a raw, spiritual, metaphysical, holistic space of consciousness for self-healing as you learn how to break your religious shackles so you can master and manifest your promised land within today. Let's go. First of all, I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, and give a shout out because I forgot the whole month of February was Black History Month. So let's give a shout out to all of those people who are African descent, African American descent, whatever it start back in Africa. Whether you are a part of that or whether some of y'all know it, look at your skin color. Somewhere was African. An African was somewhere in your bloodline. So you can support. How do you support them? Go to their, whatever they selling, go to their stores, buy something, support by buying something from them. You can buy t-shirts or Amazon all the way to just going into their store and supporting them and just, you know, being grateful and thankful because we are great buyers and we go to every culture and buy stuff. So remember that. Now, I do want to thank y'all because the last couple episodes that we have been doing was based on a Whispervise team member giving me a title, a topic. And we had some topics like about death. One of the topics that we did was how to overcome till death deal us part, the raw truth. That was episode 43. And you want to go back and listen to that. That really was good because it was telling you the truth about death and how do you prepare for it, but also how do you, what do you do after someone that loved one or loved ones have gone on uh, with the church haven't been told you. So we went into that. We covered those people who talk to so-called the dead, which is really alive, but in another realm, deep. That is in episode 44. And then the last, we talked about the LGBTQ community. Is there a place for them? That's episode 45. And I'm not going to tell you the secret, but you need to go ahead and you need to listen to that because I tell it, I reveal it somewhere at the end. Basically, that's what I'm here for. I'll show you stuff. I'm really teaching you how to let go of all of those religious shackles. Speaking of which, today we are going to go into something called shepherd slaughtering. And this is by Sheeter in Texas. This is a Whispervise member who had other suggestions, but this came out of it. This is the best deal that we're going to do. Ironically, my book, Spiritology, is based on shepherd slaughtering. It's based on, uh, in one of the chapters, Scandalous, if you get my book. This is what my podcast is all about. It's telling you about what's going on in Jesus' time and in now. Now, you wonder, well, what they got to do back then? But listen, you don't know who you are until you go back. That's why so much history was taken and ripped from people. Even the culture, I'm talking about my culture, and I only can speak for me as an African-American female. When people rip your history, they don't want you to be able to go back. They don't want you to go back and find out who you are. 
So when I go back and and I literally go in 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 my book and tell you about the religious seas, religious shackles, the Pharisees, you know, the different religious sectors that ridiculed, judged everything that Jesus did because they wanted everything to be done on the outside. And they really concentrated the outside. When you hear that, that's really concentrated on your outwardly flesh. We know that God is the spirit and to worship him, you have to do it in spirit and truth. I come to tell you the truth. I come to let you know that you can live in your promised land today. Could it be that the Israelites will remember Moses? Those of you who at least read that part in the Bible, not the one on TV. That's not the truth. Moses had to go take those people, Israelites, to the promised land. Could it be that they was they took a 40-day trip and I, what did they do? Made it 40 years? I, am I, I might be off. <laughs> but could it be that the promised land was sitting right in front of them? And many of them didn't make it because when they was asked to go spy on the land, they seen it like those are giants and we are grasshoppers. So that's how we look at ourselves. They became grasshoppers because they never made it to the promised land. So what did this got to do with shepherd slaughtering? Shepherd slaughtering don't want you to make it to the promised land. Shepherd slaughtering is from leaders in the church. And I'm going to read something, a paragraph from my book. Religious shackles love to disguise themselves, yes, as religious leaders, bishops, apostles, pastors, evangelists. Even some of them are servants under the leader as deacons, elders, lead worshipers, even secretaries and department leaders. Their tasks are to fool everyone with their titles and to keep the anointed children of God out the building. So they can play church as religious rapists, phony prophets, pulpit pimps, the violin, the, the, the violin, excuse me, the congregation. Religious shackles have turned into the new church, the new reality show called Manipulated Money Market Molesters. Yes, I said it. Manipulated Money Market Molesters. This is not for every pastor or spiritual leaders out there. So don't go run and tell your pastor, this is what I call them. It is what it is. And so from that, we are going to discuss shepherd slaughtering. How do you shepherd slaughtering? First of all, God said, take care of my sheep. You understand what I'm saying? It's it's not being done. I once had a friend who said, God called few, but many went. Who are those many with the religious shackles? The Pharisees and the Sadducees and all the other religious uh, sectors was out there and they have everything. They have the policy. They have the rules. Who are they today? They in, they in Hollywood. They in education. They anywhere where they can stop, take, they can turn God's original plan upside down. So you don't have or enjoy your promised land. You understand? Let's look at Romans 8, 6. For those of you who said, I need some biblical information. I don't, I don't believe her. The mind governs, governors by the 
flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Let me say that again. The mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. Remember something. Think of your flesh as all the outward parts of you, the outward life of you, everything that's on the outside of you, okay? And if your mind is so concentrated on everything in the world, just think about the flesh when you hear that word, it's the world also. And you're only worrying about what people are saying. How do I keep up with the Joneses? It's going to lead you to death. Because those people, if you can't keep up with the Joneses, you say, I got I to jump off the roof. Unfortunately, I'm serious. Young teenagers are dying almost every day by suicide because all they see is what's on the outside of them. They're being bullied, manipulated. And what I'm talking about and what my book is, is talking about is everywhere. But what happens when it's in the church where you're supposed to believe in these people, where you feel that these people are the best thing to God? What happens? When you can't trust your priest, you can't trust your daughter or your son with the man with the collar. What happens when you send your kids to Sunday school and they're being molested and you don't even know until they get 20? What happens when your daughter grow up and she think it's all right to sit in the front of the church with a miniskirt with her legs open, seducing or trying to seduce the pastor? What happens when your son grows up with that religious sector? that religious spirit, and he said, oh, I want to answer God calling. And then he literally don't want to take on a wife. And then if he take on a wife, he decides that he can't help himself. He can't control his flesh. And he's sleeping with everybody, females and males. Why are you talking about this, Miss P? I'm talking about it because nobody else want to talk about it. Yes, you have people who talk about it and give you this scandal, but I'm talking about what's behind it. For the pastors that listen to me to get their Sunday service, I hope they listen to this and understand. This Roman 8, 6 is letting you know if you cannot master your flesh, your ending is death. And I talked about that in February. So you don't have to actually die But a lot of things around you will be destroyed. Your ministry will be destroyed. Many ministries are destroyed because the male pastor or even some of the females, but mostly the male pastors and prophets could master their flesh. I'm being nice here. But it says the mind governs the spirit, which is of life and peace. You have to have life in everything. Life have to be in your finances. Life have to be in your health. And then you will experience the peace. When life is not in these things, if it's not in your church and you have a congregation, oh, you, listen, I ain't got nothing to say about the members who don't have life. But that is your job. Your job. Once you decide that you're going to follow God, you have have to go in there and spend most of your time feeding your flesh good food. The reason why I said you feed your flesh good food is because you want to be able to live a long life that's healthy because you got to practice with your priest. I'm not saying go get rabbit food. I'm saying you have to be careful what goes into your body. You don't want to have a gluttony spirit. 
Well, Miss P, what do I have to do with cornbread and cookies? I haven't even gotten to what I'm trying to say. You're feeding your spirit, most likely would you feed your flesh. If you are feeding your spirit junk food, and I'm talking about if you are feeding your flesh junk food, and I and how do you feed your flesh junk food? I am talking about the different senses, the five senses. What are you feeding? What are you looking at? Are you looking at the news of how many people got killed all day and all night? What do you listen to? Are you loving the commercials? Do they get your attention when they talking about how you can get this join the club of getting on another medication? Then they'll tell you at the end, um, the disclaimer about, well, if you if you take this, we will let you know that you can have another seizure and this one can give you cancer. Are you listening to that and saying, oh my goodness, my pinky is hurting. I better go get me another medication. The pharmaceutical big men, big papa, know how to market. Going in your ear gate. How about your eye gate? Videos, sexual videos, videos of group sex, same sex, any kind of sex. Don't even know what sex these days. Satisfying the flesh. Well, Miss P, you getting a little bit too raw. No, I'm telling it like it is. Cause you need to hear this. I'm listen, I'm a counselor and I have I talk to a lot of men. You'd be li- you'd be surprised who how many men have came into my presence for counseling. And excuse me if I say presence, I'm talking about via phone. It is many people that's addicted. You will manifest what you're giving to the junk food that you're allowing into your ear gates and your eye gates. Even if you do it through taste, physically, you get a gluttony spirit. Can't get enough of chocolate. When things go wrong, you got to eat the whole cake. Nothing but the cake. So help you God. Closet eaters. Shepherd slaughtering. You feeding your flesh junk food, but you're feeding your spirit the same thing. What happens? See, we already know the headlines. But see, when you want to know about the headlines of all these pastors and prophets falling, come to me and I can tell you what the truth is about what's going on behind the scene. You understand? It's not that they're just falling. Well, Miss P, I think you are judging. No, 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 no. I'm not judging. I'm telling it like it is. But if we got some pastors today, some prophets today that's listening and we know they're listening to get their next sermon, you can learn how to master yourself, master your spirit so you won't sin. No, no, no. That's the problem. Pastors get up in a pulpit and everything is sin. Then all of a sudden the, the congregation go crazy. How do you tell somebody how to live right? And you're not living right. Huh? Listen, I have to practice what I preach. I am not perfect. I don't even go there. If I had to go every time I see a council, I couldn't. I mean, what would I look like? You know, you did this. You send in the morning. You send that breakfast. You did this at, uh, at dinner time. You know, really? They did that all with Jesus. They wanted to cast down the woman because she had how many husbands? And Jesus just told them, you know, you don't have any sin. You understand what I'm coming to say? What I'm saying before you cast a stone at her? So it's not about the sin thing, okay? Because the sin is just a manifesting of what's manifested out of your flesh. 
because you your flesh is totally out of control. You can't get enough. Food is not a sin. It's when you get to the point where you, you eat so much of it that they have to come and bury your body in a piano. When you get so much of food and the doctor say, leave that. You know what I'm talking about. Don't eat the steak and the potato for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And then they say, stop it because you're feeding your body too much oil, too much fat. And you say, I don't care. And boom, you have a heart attack the next day. That has to sin. You sin in your flesh when you run out there and you got the videos and you just getting obsessed with it and you got to have the videos and everybody that's having sex, same sex, this sex, that sex. And then you just can't, eventually your flesh is going to say, come, come, let's go find a way. You're going to explode. And then you go find those places physically and you try to indulge in it. And then after your flesh is satisfied, you get right up and you have to do it again. You have to do it again. It's just like drugs. You put the drugs in your body. I got to just feel it. I just got to feel it. It's a false illusion. It's temporary. Could you imagine? We know sex don't live, don't, don't um, last, but, uh, you know, we're not going to say not too long. But there's many people, masses of people going and just trying to find ways where it can just be, you know what they want, that thrill of feeling good. It is ways you can feel good, but if you constantly give into the flesh and give it to the flesh and give it to the flesh, hmm, you're going to reap the benefits. And should I say the benefits are not going to be beautiful? Yes, we are talking about shepherd slaughtering. I'm teaching the pastors and prophets how to stop feeding themselves junk food. Well, Miss P, I mean, you know, after they do all of that, what are they supposed to do? You need to feed your spirit. You understand what I'm saying? You need to feed your spirit. You know why? Because your spirit is going to bring you life. Life in your finances. Life is a process that you're going to get better People want to be the best version of the self, but the best version of yourself, you have to constantly, constantly feed yourself the best. Some people have a ceiling. If you say, hey, I am fine making 100000 a year, I'm good, then go over to the next part of your life and, and deal with that one. You don't have to keep up with the Jones. This is why so many people, I said, so many young people commit suicide. So many older people are committing suicide too, but they're not jumping off of anything. They're just killing their flesh. Stop being a Pharisee and a Sadducee. If you are a pastor, you know where your time should be spent feeding your spirit. If you can't master and control your flesh, Hello, pastors, priests, and prophets, and evangelists. Hello, Bible teachers. Step down. It was a famous pastor. I'm not going to say no names. And one of his kids had literally slipped accidentally on somebody and committed adultery. He told him to get up. He told him to step down. Get yourself together. Could you imagine if we started telling these pastors that? 
Go step down, find yourself. But you're not going to find yourself at a pulpit. I'm helping somebody here today. I know I am. You hear me, Pastor, Prophet? How dare you go out there and prophesize and you full of the flesh? I ain't said nothing about sin. Full of the flesh where you will manifest. That's what happens after that. You're going to become a prophet, liar, a false prophet. This is why I have a small group that I am expanding. It's a prayer warrior group, whispervised team. And I'm very animate and somewhat people say stricken, downright raw. If you want to be a part of my team, I'm building my team. I've been building my team for a couple of years. Sometimes less is best because when you become a mega church, I want to become a mega. I want to be like so-and-so. I want to be like TJ. I want to be like, um, oh my God, it's so many pastors out there. You know, I want to be like all of them. I want to be like Joyce Myers and whatever, Dollar. You can't even handle your home. Your home is where your spiritual leadership take place. If you can't run your home, how are you going to run 200 people, 2,000 people across the whole globe because of the internet now? Well, Miss P, I go ahead and get people. Yes, you have to get people, but you better get the people who know how to feed their spirit correctly because if they do not know how to feed their spirit correctly, guess what? They are going to be pounding on each other. This is not only why you see the, when you see the pastor fall, believe me, a lot of people in that church are falling. They got one setting up in, um, I don't, can I get raw here? South Carolina? Every time you turn around, he what? He, um, I don't, what he did. I, I didn't want to talk about it. But is somebody there to say, it's, you know, maybe I should, maybe I should do something with the, with the pastors because everybody need a leader and everybody, every counselor need a counselor. Don't, don't fool. You never reach a point. Thank God for those bishops and apostles who can take that job over. But you should be able to go to somebody who's going to say, wait a minute, you need to step down. Why are you afraid to step down? Step down, take a seat, go feed your, your spirit. Well, Miss P, suppose, you know, I step down. This is what I hear some pastor saying to me right now. I mean, how long should I wait? If you cannot control or master your spirit, maybe you need to step down from a mega church. And if that don't work, you still can't do it. And you shaking when the first man or woman come to give you a testimony. You in the wrong business. Miss P, why are you so hard on spiritual leaders? I'm not hard on spiritual leaders. I'm telling the truth about the spiritual leaders. I'm being sent. I'm sent here today for you to live in your promised land. But you can't live in your promised land because many of you have been hurt because spiritual leaders, spiritual, sanctified, holy ghost members in the church and in your household. You've been so hurt that you don't even know who God is. You say, I won't have nothing to do with the church. I won't have nothing to do with no pastor. But guess what? The pandemic came and showed us that you do not have to have a building and you still can have a relationship with God. That's why I'm here. That's why I'm on this subject. You can find a pastor online around the world that is literally feeding his self, his spirit, good food, which is gospel. Good food, gospel. Search. 
Ask people. Meanwhile, you got the Bible right there. Learn it for yourself. Learn it. Feed yourself through meditation, affirmation, reading, studying to show that self-approved. So you won't be one of those that God said, my people, my people, my people should perish because of lack of knowledge. You better know that you know that you know. So you won't fall into the prey of the shepherd slaughters that's out there. Now, well, Miss P, I don't trust nobody. I just don't believe in these people with these titles. I run. Well, why don't you go ahead and make your platform and show them what is good? Because it's no sustaining somebody that's perfect. Make every man a liar. But if you want to use your platform, you can use it anywhere to bring people to the knowledge of who God is in them. This is why so many people go to motivational speakers. And they'll pay them, you're going to pay them up front. You're going to pay them thousands of dollars up front to even sit back and hear them two hours or one hour. They're going to get their money up front because you're paying for their time and the knowledge they're getting ready to give you that can change your life. When you go to church or when you listen to someone online, ask yourself, am I being fed something that I didn't know? And I'm being fed something that is prospering me in all wealth, in all areas. A good preacher would be holistic. He will cover every area in your life. Your finances, your health, your wealth. Yes, your money. And if you're in a church and all they say is, gimme, 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 and they go ahead and put the hex on you. Well, Malachi, Malachi says this, and you better pay the tithes and whatever. That's all they have for you. No, 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 you better run. Miss Peter, you believe in paying tithes? I believe in paying tithes, but it's, I also believe that you have to be fed by your shepherd. That's the purpose of him being the shepherd, because we are flocks. So your past, the pastors out there, you have to understand is listen to me, even a prophet, even prophets, you have to be careful to feed yourself in order for your prophecies to come to pass and be good. Because if your prophecies are dirty and you are telling everybody in the church all kind of stuff that is not right. Now, I'm not saying you can't be raw with some things, but if everything out of your mouth is the bad part, whenever you tell somebody as a prophet or a prof, uh, prophetess something, it should be some type of solution there. It's several doors. You have an option. God said you choose this day. Life or death. He's giving you the choice to choose. You know why? Because you and he, he's not treating you like a robot. Well, if it's the will of God, you're going to go to God every second and say it's the will. Is The will of God is in the book. He said, be fruitful, prosper, go forth and manifest. Multiply, that's manifested. You want to multiply the good things that's not only giving you peace, but it's giving your whole community peace, your neighborhood peace, your family peace. And then those, those around you will go out and they will give everybody peace. That's how you get around the world. You can't get up and change the world, but you can change who you are. And you being an individual can change your family and go on and go on and go on. So you don't have to shepherd the wrong way. If pastors would just stop feeding their flesh, stop eating junk food, 
feed your spirit. If we was if we apostles and bishops would teach our congregation this, are they gonna be perfect? No, but they'll be busy. Their mind will not be idle. If your mind is idle, is dead. So you're just going to go out there when it's dead. You just go out there and be a zombie and eat everything. Everything, every wind blowing, you're going to take it. You got your kids in idol. Read to them as soon as you're pregnant. Make sure when they come out, you read to them. Keep a book in your kid's hand. Keep a book in the adult's hand. Your child that's an adult. Keep a book in your hand. When you give up on education and learning, you just became an idle fool. And an idle fool running a church, whether it's small or big, is only going to manifest more fools. And we're going to have a name and a label on it called Shepherd Slaughterers. So I hope you learned something today. We can talk about and laugh at pastors that's fallen and prophets that fallen. But what are you doing to change it? Create people who can go out there and get platforms. And then those who want to get platforms in the church, in the pulpit, teach them to be pulpits, not pimps, pulpit preachers that is helping people prosper. No one wants to go to a church and be under somebody and that's all they're talking about is they prosper and they got the new house and they living in the promised land. You're supposed to teach them how to live in the promised land as you grow together. It's more to be said by that. But let me tell you something. You got to stop eating the junk food. And I thank you. Because what we're going to do, we are going to the next one. And the next topic, it's going to be even better. It's called time travel. Time travel is based on what I normally, my theme, my slogan is normally is how to change your world by revising your whispers, whispers, thoughts, words. And a lot of it is time travel. Do it exist? You won't know until you listen to my next podcast. But I will say to you, Every pastor, prophet, spiritual evangelist, missionary, everybody, you will not change the world around you until you change your whispers. And oh, in order to change your whispers, you got to change the food you feeding yourself. So start eating soul food. I'm out. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I went over because that was deep. It took me in another total direction. I mean, who would have known we was talking about junk food and we talk about shepherd slaughtering? I mean, y'all thought I was just going to name all the ones that's been on in the headlines in the last five years. I got it's other people on here that can do that. I'm letting them know because some of them are listening to me. Some of them is in a jail. Some of them are out of jail. Some of them are set up there listening. So I'm going to see what this heifer gotta say yes they are they calling me out my name and you know what it's all right because they didn't like jesus as long as i plant the seed they'll have no idea why tomorrow they'll wake up or maybe next week or even next year and they're gonna say i gotta get myself together maybe still step down <laughs> listen pastors and prophets and evangelists if you don't step down and you keep feeding your flesh junk food, the you
universe wishes one will push you down, knock you down. Okay, what's new? What's new is I'm working on the next book. Wordology is out there. We also have Ask Jalen. It's a lot of books. I got the podcast for those of you who love my podcast. I got a podcast planner. And you can go ahead and just enjoy that to keep everything organized and on track. I am going to... I'm just going to end this by saying, I don't know who you know. Go get your promised land. But first, go get the book called Spiritology. That way you know how to not only get your promised land, but you know how to live in it without regret. And you won't apologize when people look at you and say, you think you are my Hmm. Thank you. And remember that is loving yourself is right. Oh, who wants to be wrong? 